This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's in social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> We're on episode 25. Wow. Isn't that wild? Fun. We've done 25 episodes of The Social Mediators. It's a lot of episodes. Hopefully we make it to 300. Do you think we can do it? Uh, don't lie. Um, no. Oh. I, I kind of hope we don't. What a downer. I do not have time to record 300 episodes. I do. No, I don't. You do. No, I don't. Uh, they're not even 300 weeks left in our time at Hillsdale. We could do three a week. Uh, Is there 100 uh, weeks left? Uh, yeah. Okay, then we'll just do three a week. No, that's a lie. Sorry for everybody who just got their hopes up. I not 100 weeks left. Um, that was a guess. Yeah, welcome back to The Social Mediators. Um, today we're talking about kind of a fun little pop culture event. It's great when the news hands you so wonderful exciting. things like what has just occurred. Yeah, I saw the video of it about a week and a half ago. I didn't know about it until you told me that right. this is what we were talking it's about. I hadn't a, heard. It's more of a TikTok phenomenon than anything else. We're talking about the girls who threw soup at the Van Gogh. What? What? Why? Why okay, first that? of all, thoughts on art. Do you Are you, oh, are you a, a fan question. of like okay, so I, highfalutin art? Half and half. half I and appreciate half. art. I'm not able to stand and look at it for more than 15 seconds, though, mm-hmm. because once I've seen it, I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then I move on. So you're not. And yeah, exactly. And me neither. So it's the okay. people, the people who can look at it for like 30 minutes actually make me angry. Oh, they make you angry. Yes, because they're being ridiculous. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't believe you. Especially because the people I've seen do it, shout out to them, I guess. I just don't believe you. Like, I've had conversations with you and there's no way that you're looking at a piece of art for 30 minutes and being like, man, no, hush, you're just trying to look cool. Um, There are people (laughs) I'm willing to change my mind on that for. Like, there are people that I very, like my roommate, I very much respect her and all of her art history opinions. I don't know who your roommate is at this point in time. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. um, Shout out to Kara. Shout out Kara. And I believe that she could probably look for art, look at art for like 15 minutes and be fine. And I would, I'd be fine with it, but it wouldn't feel as performative as some people. Wow. That's my feeling about art. What about you, Garrett? Uh, You know, I went to an art museum for the first time this year, actually, in Houston, the Houston Art Museum. I love that museum. It's it's a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was actually another family there with a bunch of small children oh. and there was like this seven-year-old boy running around mm. uh touching all of the priceless works of art and like <sighs> feeling the sculptures and okay. everything i resonated with him a lot actually <sighs> honestly that is you that is not surprising to me yeah that is congruous with what i know about you mm-hmm. um i don't like to sit still no and you you do you don't give off seven-year-old vibes but you can if you want to that sure can which is fun and exciting. Yeah. Um, the people who vandalized this piece of art, well, vandalizes in quotes, um, were not seven, though. No. They, they were, were very much like... In their four- 20s. 20s? Yes. I thought they, they were like were 14. older than you and I. They're in their 20s? Mm-hmm. Wait, they looked young to me. They look very young, do they not? But they're 20? They're in their 20s. Okay, well, let's talk about what I know about this. First of all, I stumbled across this video and gasped because I did not know that there was glass in front of these art pieces. Yep. Makes sense that there would be, yes, which is nice. Yes, priceless works of art need to be protected. Yeah, but I was like a little bit like, oh, okay, why did they Why did they do that? But even when I didn't think there was glass, I knew that there were restorers in the world yes, yes. that could have like made it People okay People with again. the white gloves, you know? Right, so it's I like, wasn't worried. It's like in Toy Story, you know, yeah. when Woody, ne- Toy Story 2 is it, I think, when Woody gets restored, you yeah, know, there's yeah. like the guy that, yeah. It's exactly it's like that. It's like that, but and for paintings. And so I knew that those existed, and so I wasn't worried for the art. I was a little bit more like, okay, what's going on? Why is this happening? Mm. And immediately there were response videos. Like immediately people were stitching the video, which is like where you play a little bit of the beginning of the video and then you respond to it and uh-huh. you're like, hey, this is how I feel about it. And half the people were like 
that's the point, guys. Like, climate change can't be undone and soup can. Like, that was the idea. What? Yeah. Um, Wait, so is that what people thought the point of the stunt was? No, they thought it was, like, to make a big scene and then draw attention to their message because okay. there had been a big march in D.C. Um, like, a couple days prior. D.C.? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, that was, like stop fossil fuels that was the point of oh, it and it yeah. was huge like a ton of people showed up it got zero media coverage Bummer. like literally zero media coverage and so they thought that this was in response to that kind of like mm. this needs to be addressed if that makes sense yeah and so and then a lot of people were like why would you do that don't you care about art and i just think that's the silliest thing in the world because the art's going to be just fine and i know that i'm not saying people should go and like pour soup on art pieces um not in the slightest actually but the responses that were like oh my gosh losing their minds were so confusing to me um so maybe you can speak on that a little bit more however it only took probably four days four or five days for Uh conspiracy theories to start coming out i love that we gotta Um, love social media i have two conspiracy theories that i want to share with you um i don't know if you'll know if they're true i don't even know if they're i'm so ready like i'm excited about it Mm -hmm. so the first one is a little kind of silly but um there is a person who is a very rich he's either millionaire or billionaire or something do you know who damien hurst is Mm, doesn't ring a bell me neither um but that's his name and he made waves when he announced that he was going to make an nft by burning artwork like he was going to buy expensive artwork and burn it and wow. make it into an nft that is something else and so and everybody i don't know if everybody knows this but nfts are bad for the environment just like i don't know how i don't know why what um they just that is the claim is that nfts are bad for the environment and people seem to agree on this on both sides of the aisle at least on twitter you can we can talk about nft we should do an episode i don't on know NFTs. enough about nfts we should do an episode on nfts are we not talking about non-fungible tokens we are okay and they're bad for the environment apparently actually we're gonna put a a, a, a little mark in that because we might come back okay and putting a pin in it yeah and we might do an episode on nfts anyway fascinating um so they're bad for the environment whatever climate activists were upset about it and then this like soup thing happened. And so people think that this happened to try and cover up Damien Hurst's like big environmental no-no with like, cause uh-huh. when you look up like climate change art, all that comes up is like soup on the Van Gogh and nothing about Damien. So no. people think that's why. I can tell you why this happened. Wait, 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 wait. But I won't yet. Wait for my second conspiracy theory. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So <clears throat> another one that I like a lot and I find pretty I think it's pretty compelling. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, is there is. So they were wearing these shirts, right? That said Just Stop Oil, uh-huh. which um, the funding for Just Stop Oil is the Climate Emergency Fund. Yep. The Climate Emergency Fund, one of the like, if not, I think it's the major donor mm-hmm. is somebody named Eileen Getty. That's true. Eileen Getty is an oil heiress. Yes. And so people think, I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory at this point, that she funded these activists so that to make a caricature of people who are anti-oil to make like some sort of like statement Mm. about yeah look at all these crazy this um, is what environmental activists right this is what aren't they crazy like they're gluing their hands to the wall and they're throwing soup on the van gogh aren't they wild like you shouldn't listen to anything they say there's a grain of truth to that they think that it's like basically funded by billionaires and big oil to make the to kind of minimize the act, the um, like activists themselves. Mm. Um, and do, you think it, do you think it does that? 
Do you think these people look stupid or do you think they I do think they their look goal? stupid. Okay, I'm glad we can be in agreement on that. I think they look really these dumb. These are adults that have glued well, themselves thought, thought to the 14. wall at a museum. No, they're adults. Adults is way worse. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I know of it. Um, also, why soup? Uh, she says in her little speech, I didn't hear. people can't, she was like, people can't even afford soup because ecosystems are collapsing and like climate change is killing people. And so, and nobody, I don't know what the connection is between not having money and, and climate change. And soup? Um, anyway, but there is a connection between like people can't afford soup and it's because of climate change. Okay. Look at this soup. I don't know. Fun. I'm exhausted talking about it. I'm not going to lie. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just to check in. This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Julian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And you're listening to The Social Mediators and we are talking about the two adults I've found um, who threw not soup. children. Who, nope, they're not yeah, kids. They grown. threw soup at the Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Legal adults. They Legal can drive, adults. get married, buy houses. Thank goodness for that. Okay, Garrett, tell me where I went wrong and tell me what I got spot right on the... N- <laughs> what I Try again. Spot on or right on the, right nose, on the nose. Okay, yeah. so let's start with the conspiracy theory about this Eileen Getty. Uh, yes, she's an oil heiress, mm. billionaire, very wealthy. Um, she does give money to the Climate Emergency Fund, but the, the connection is not... You have to understand the Climate Emergency Fund is a huge fund. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, in fact, I think the, if not one of the biggest climate donation, like charitable groups out okay. there. So they get donations from a lot of people, a lot of very rich people. Um, so there's nothing, there's nothing t- that ties Getty's motivation for donating gotcha. to that one event, because. So essentially what happens, the Climate Emergency Fund receives money from people that want to support uh, kind of climate change efforts broadly, okay? And then they allocate those funds to different groups like Just Stop Oil, okay. and then those groups carry out their agendas in their various places. Bummer. Just I was Stop Oil. this was a big conspiracy. Not really. That's such a bummer. Okay, sh- maybe, right? Like, there, there might be there's no evidence that directly links her to it right it's not like she's sitting there going yeah i'm trying to make him look bad you know Mm -hmm. maybe she is maybe she is an oil heiress that feels bad about the fact that her family has profited on you know so much oil production people are nuanced yeah isn't that interesting i hate when that happens yeah so anyways just stop oil they're kind of an interesting group i went on their website um and they're based in the uk and essentially their goal is to end government licensing for all oil and gas exploration <laughs> in the UK. Um, Whoa. And so they they argue that we already have more oil and gas than we can afford to burn, so we don't need to find any more, um, which is an interesting take That's, on things. I've never heard that before uh, in my yeah. life. So kind of why all of this happened. And did social media say anything about other, like other art that had been vandalized? No. Was there this, more? This happened, so first of all, um, Just Stop Oil has done stuff like this before. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, this is not the first time. So they did something similar to Da Vinci's Last Supper painting what? in July. Uh, you, you know, it's the famous Th- painting know, of the scene of The Last sad. Supper, right? Did the same thing. They poured soup on it and they glued themselves to the wall. Um, oh. On the same day, the, there are a bunch of protesters who, you know, from this organization, mm-hmm. when the two kids that got glued themselves to the wall got arrested which of course they got arrested like duh they're vandalizing a priceless work of art got it um on their way to the police station this group of protesters follows them and then proceeds to glue themselves to the road around the police station and block 
traffic pretty severely. It's the London Metropolitan Police Station, so it's kind of uh-huh. in the middle of things, you know. Um, oh my gosh! And they also painted the words "the New Scotland Yard" on the sign at the police station. And what does that mean? Scotland Yard was um, like a the old British law enforcement that was just known for being very very harsh and okay yeah yeah it's bad that's that's a that's a pretty bad insult um and so this is actually part of a more broad initiative by just stop oil for the entire month of october um (laughs) what if you go on their website there's like this little flyer that says come occupy westminster with us uh bring soup and sandwiches we're here to protest climate change until they do something about it okay so it's like this there's been protests going on every single day in london uh by this group and this is just one of several um kind of activist and they all do they always do the same thing they go they pour soup on it and then they glue themselves to the wall which is just so Music. I'm That's, sorry. When I saw this, I couldn't help but laugh. Like wild. it's kind of hilarious. But yes, this is part of a much broader, uh, a broader network Aww. of people doing the exact same thing. Um, okay, <laughs> just a few other kind of interesting little, little tidbits. Little tidbits. The organization defended them on Twitter. They were like, "This is great. You know, we're oh, okay. we're fighting for change. Yay!" Do you think they uh, bailed them out of jail? Probably. They okay. have really good lawyers, um, oh. and they're well funded. Uh, so the painting is unharmed. Right. The frame was damaged. What? Uh, not badly. Just but has soup in it? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. So the frame, essentially, they took it off display, right? They cleaned it up, and then it was back on display in a matter of hours. Oh, so it's so, okay. Yeah, the painting is fine. That's the frame what I was is okay. About. It's just not that big of a um, deal. But I don't know. At the same time, this this is like this, this painting is worth a lot of money. In Correct. fact, it's sold on auction. Yeah, back in the 1900s for i think in 1940s for three times as much as any painting had ever oh, sold on auction okay. um okay it was bought by for like 40 million bucks Enough. or something by a private collector until you know eventually it makes its way to museum right right um for those of you that don't know this painting uh was van gogh's last painting oh, um before he that? so he committed suicide in yes. 1890 and he was only 37 very young um, because no one would buy his paintings. That's why he committed suicide. He tried to sell this painting for $125. Oh. Um, and now it's worth, it, it doesn't really have a price. I think, you know, if they tried to sell it, it would be hundreds of millions of Holy dollars. Um, and yeah, so these, these delinquents, they tried to deface it. Um, you know, don't vandalize priceless art, but also I don't, do you understand the outrage behind like, oh my gosh, how could they do this? Like, it's kind of, for me, it's just like a roll your eyes. Why are they doing this? Rather than like a, ah. I just think it's childish and stupid. Right. I don't know I that I'm too. like freaking out, and that's probably just because I'm not an art person. Maybe I'm glad they made um, that disclaimer in the beginning of this episode. I am not an art person. Yeah, I think for those that have a, a better understanding and a deeper appreciation of kind of the significance of art and kind of the finer details of it, this probably means a lot more. Probably. Uh, but I think for the everyday person, you look at them doing this and say, it's just some kids kind of being stupid, mm-hmm. you know. Um, which, you know, make of it what you will. Right. That's, I'm kind of bummed because I wanted it to be a big conspiracy. No. And it actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Oh, I don't want it to make sense. Remind me your first conspiracy. It was. It was like Damien Hurst making NFTs and like. Yeah, I encountered nothing of the sort. Okay. Well, and like the other I said, one was just like, this it was, is to make them look bad. It was part of a broader initiative mm-hmm. that had been kind of on the docket by this organization for a while. Right. Um, and yeah, I, 
it's confusing that that's their shtick. Yeah. Like art, you know? Right. Um, it seems oddly unrelated. I think it's because, uh, no, somebody on TikTok explained it actually. They were like, we place so much value in art, but there will be no art if we don't start to value like the earth the same way. Yeah, but like that's a really great, I, I get the idea, but the idea that, oh, let's go to face these things people right. care about. Um, I think it's just to stir up outrage. Yeah, well, and I think even even if Getty wasn't, like that wasn't her intention in donating, Right. that's certainly what happened, I think, for a yeah. lot of people. They're looking at climate activists as like these silly children right. that have just gone and glued themselves to the museum wall. Right, and I think that's kind of what happens when you choose to play into the outrage rather than to play into like the actual like logic of your of your argument like there's no they're not talking about they're not educating anybody yeah i mean i'm sure they are but this is not an act that has educated anybody about anything it's just caused a lot more confusion and probably made people more hostile to it yeah i don't think people understand like the climate problem is pretty nuanced right um and i don't think most people understand the nuance so right, and most pouring people soup aren't on going priceless to be, art yeah that's not going to not. <laughs> tell people what they need to know about Maybe why it is, you know, something they should care about. Right. That's a more complicated thing. Do we want to give it a grade? I think we, yeah. I okay, think so. cool. Um, I have my grade. Do you have yours? I think I have my grade. Okay, three, two, one. C, C plus. plus. Yeah. I was going to say C minus, but okay. actually I, mean, I changed my mind midway. I'm a pretty generous grader. I think, <laughs> I think C plus is correct. Um, It wasn't it had, good, but it had, it had good some... information, though, about, like, at least the the basis of Just Stop Oil is kind yeah. of, I mean, we got to, I got to watch the video and I heard their little spiel. Yeah, that was good. It wasn't very, it wasn't a great spiel. <laughs> um, and I don't even remember Do you think they, they practiced? Said. I think they did. More than once? Yeah. But I do think it was, uh, I'm sad that it's not as sensationalized as I want it to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you ready for my chronically online take of the week? I'm always ready. It's okay. Again, I feel like I keep having to. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaim. Yeah. This is not necessarily a chronically online take. It's more of a take that is prevalent and fostered by the fact that it is online, mm. but it definitely exists in the real world. Oh. So there is a trend going around um, to this song. The song is called Losing My Religion. Um, what? And it's set to the tune of Under the Sea from Little That's Mermaid. That's terrible. Uh-huh. Is it as sacrilegious as it sounds? You'll Yeah, just listen. Um, it's not necessarily sacrilegious. It's more of like deconstructing ex-evangelical type oh. um, where it's like the church hurt me and I'm going to talk about it and I left the faith because the church hurt me and so that is its own sadness that is sad. um, it is very sad but this trend in itself is very frustrating because it's actually just people taking these instances of either asking questions that like their church leaders or like camp counselors weren't equipped to answer and they got like kind of stupid answers in response and then taking that and amplifying it as like their proof that god isn't real oh and fun. so it's just like these little instances of so somebody got a bad answer right of like a hard question yeah a hard question when they were like 12, young yeah. or whatever and they didn't get an answer that made sense to them because they probably asked somebody who wasn't qualified and they took that as oh well the faith doesn't make sense oh. there's also like bigger stories of like mega church hurt and abuse which is just really sad yeah. and those instances um deserve to be dealt with and, and spoken about offline i think more and than just like this is an instance that talks, dictates the truth of an entire religion but it's just like this really kind of like um it spirals and it gets people all over being like oh well they experienced this i have the same question and then the question gets like stupider and stupider as it gets passed got along. you it's like a really really messed up game of telephone it's the worst game of telephone um, and it's 
it's very pervasive on on social media right now at least on my social my social media um which is not on mine no i figured not um but it is all over mine and it's it's a major bummer to have to watch and see the just honestly the the logical fallacy that is going all over the so this is based on one song or people are setting their problems to music setting their problems to music. oh oh this is many songs well it's one song that people are using as a trend because when you hear that little intro of the under the sea you know uh-huh. what they're talking about oh okay and are they singing their own song or are they just talking singing. about it no they're not even talking it's i actually think just i would text. be more sympathetic if they were singing there's no singing it's just their text that they've written out with like a video of them they're not speaking say oh they're what? not speaking it's nope. just the text and you just read it and the audio plays behind it and you you just get a nice little picture of them while they're it's not a picture it's a video of them just like silent Uh-oh. like staring at the camera what? I'll show you one after That's this. That's terrifying. Yeah. Don't stare at the camera. No, it's actually quite normal. Because that's like you're looking at me. <laughs> it's quite normal for social media, I promise. Mm, I don't like that. That's you uncomfortable. Uh, I love that you don't know social media because that's actually so normal. You're saying people just sit there and stare at the camera? That's chronically <laughs> online. That's its own chronically online take. Go out and touch some grass, kids, <laughs> instead of looking into a lens. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. But that is very normal for social that's media. That's horrifying. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next time, let's deconstruct your Staring chronically the, online take yeah. to just we'll the fact two. that people are looking into cameras. I'll, I'll show you some examples and then we can discuss it more. Does Fantastic. that sound good? Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our 25th episode. Wow. It's been a blast. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm here And we will talk to you next week.